It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. It is Carcone Carney. I'm James Van Ostel. And Carcone Carney tonight, sponsored by our friends at Siren Records McHenry. My home away from home. I love Siren Records. I This is the place I, I can call up if I know there's a cool record coming up. I know I can call them up and say, are you going to get this? If you can't, can you order it for me? Uh, that's what I did with, did with the new Gojira record coming out next month. And I, I reached out to Siren. I said, hey, can you get me the new Gojira? Well, which one? There's the colored vinyl. There's the black vinyl or there's a picture disc. I'm like, surprise me. But I, I love going there. It's a little bit of a haul from where I am, but it's worth it because I can spend like three hours there. I, we've all been to record stores in and around the city and suburbs that have all the charm of a, a Walmart. This is like going to your friend's house. Siren Records McHenry, 3902 Main Street in McHenry. I love it. In fact, if you go this weekend, you'll probably see me there. My guest tonight, I love this band. This is an instrumental band. They are Coyote Man. Uh, nice to see the three of you. Thank you for doing this. Thank, Thank you for having us. Yes. Uh, your music is heavy. It's progressive. It's dense. And uh, I think it rewards multiple listens. The, the deeper you go into Coyote Man, uh, the more rewarding the experience is. And th this is very dramatic, cinematic stuff i love what you're doing let's let's start at the beginning of coyote man um first of all an instrumental band it, it this isn't something we see that often is a band committing to just being instrumental i mean in the 90s there were a couple of post-rock bands that went the instrumental route but i mean this is a this is a distinct choice you've made tell me about how you started well you know it wasn't a choice really is uh <laughs> you know we just didn't have a singer that could you know well, I just stick around, basically, you know, so it wasn't really our choice. Yeah, we uh, we we went to high school together. We've been jamming since high school. So we had some early singers on and, uh, you know, they always just kind of went their separate ways from us. But we always just kept on jamming. And eventually we're just like, hey, we don't really need a singer. I mean, unless you're like Robert Plant and you want to join, you know, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, we just we just like. We just always jammed out. That was just like a routine for us. And uh, we've been doing it for a long time now. And uh, now it's now 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 we're finally like putting our head straight and doing what we should have done probably about 10 years ago. But we're finally all together. You know, we we're kind of on and off over the years. But uh, the past like six years, we've been committed fully to Coyote, to Coyote Man. <laughs> I love it. So do you, do you miss wrestling with the ego of a lead singer? Or is it just one of the things you had to let go? I don't think we ever had to wrestle with that. Yeah. They, they were pretty short. It was pretty yeah, short. It was short lived. Yeah. Oh, they were cool guys. Anyway, we're still friends with them. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, but uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Got that. All right. We let's see. The drummer, though. Yeah. Drummers yeah. are a huge pain in the ass. It's, <laughs> it's a known fact. So, last year, you put up precognition. Uh, I, I, I mentioned words like progressive and dense, uh, perilous. And precognition uh, definitely feels dramatic. This is what I like about your overall sound. I mean, you get you kind of construct these these landscapes with with the songs you write and perform. Talk, talk to me a little bit about precognition. Well, well, yeah. I mean, um, 
it took us a while to write all the songs. Uh, it was what three years after our first release. Uh, but with that album, we kind of spent more time really like uh, you know, just kind of figuring out exactly what we wanted to do. Um, and not just kind of, you know, I don't know, just jam anything. And we were just kind of more concentrated on the parts and the, and the changes uh, and just kind of less of uh, the flashiness that our first album had. Uh, but, you know, um, it was it was fun. It was fun. Um, we ended up recording it together, just me and Ian. Um, at the time, we, we did have a basis, but it just wasn't working out and, and we couldn't get him to, to record on that album. But um, we ended up pulling it off, you know, um, it was quite an experience. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the first time we really uh, we recorded at Decade Studios with a great producer, Adam Stilson, and um, it was great to work with him. And uh, just uh, the overall sound, the aura, the atmosphere uh, brought you know it has that powerful element. Um, you know, it's yeah, it was it was different for us. Uh, you know, change. Uh, you know, it was just more professionally done. Um, he kind of catered more to our sound and, uh, you know, but, uh, overall, you know, we, we, that's the direction we're, we're aiming for just kind of evolving, uh, from that point, you know, um, but, uh, that's pretty much, you know, what we've been, what we've been doing lately. Listening to you, everything sounds so precise and well-chosen. Are, are you guys perfectionists in the studio? Do you, do you uh, belabor the real. process? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's it's not perfect, but um, you know we try to at least make it decent. Uh, unfortunately, you know s- some of us uh, <laughs> just uh, you know sometimes it just takes longer to kind of lay it down. You know, I just kind of want to make sure I don't have any regrets. Basically, you know, pra- practice makes perfect. I mean, we we've been practic <laughs> we we've been practicing a lot, like more than we ever have uh, these past few years. So that's that's helped a lot. I yeah, think, for sure. Big time. Uh, my favorite song uh, on precognition is apocalyptic love. It's also the longest song. Uh, it feels cinematic. It, it shifts. And then it eventually trails off almost like a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, tell me about apocalyptic love. Cause that, that's the one, if I were to, to try and explain your band to someone, that's probably the song I would play for them. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, basically, um, our old bassist, uh, he wrote that main riff at the very beginning. And then we kind of just, we always jammed that for a while. And then. Um, uh, yeah, we just basically just kind of picked it up from there and just turned into just this epic song where I was, I found myself adding solos in the studio that I wasn't really playing live. It was just kind of, uh, I don't know, like our, our, our first experiment at really like, finishing the song in the studio yeah. you know it was always kind of like all right we already know what we're gonna do when we record we have demos and whatnot uh but that one we didn't have we didn't have a hundred percent like you know we didn't have certainty that it was gonna be exactly how we've been playing it so with that song uh, yeah it is one of my favorites as well uh but mainly it's because yeah the parts and you know the up and downness of of, of uh, like the main parts of the chorus and the verse um but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, you know, the direction also that we're trying to go go with, you know, just very more landscapey stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, all right, let's talk about where you're going. You have a song on the way, song and video, on the way. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. How how uh, close are we to that? 
We are very close. Uh, next mo- next month, it will it will be out uh, for sure. We're gonna um, it's gonna we're gonna put out a song with a video, and um, yeah, it's we're just finishing up the mixing, mastering. Um, so yeah, real soon. Um, it's different for sure uh, than what we've already been doing. I guess more along the lines of apocalyptic love, maybe. Um, so is this a, this was a pandemic creation? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And yes. Uh, yeah. We've had this for a while, but Hey, you know, we finally had the time to really like finish it, record it and, you know, and see what we can do. Yeah. The thing with this new song is, you know, with precognition, when we put out the album, that's when COVID hit. Yeah. So we had, uh, you know, we had shows all lined up and then we had to cancel. So we couldn't really play any songs live from that album. So now that we're still in COVID, um, we're like, you know, let's just put out a song at least. Um, yeah. see where that goes instead of putting out a whole album when we really don't know when we're going to be playing yeah. shows again. Yeah. So um, Although there's, I think a, it was, there's an argument to be made that you could almost reintroduce precognition. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's actually true. That's, yeah. that's very true. That That's, that's not a reason with this, uh, the new song, like once it's released, I think a lot of people who never heard of us, they're going to see that, you know, we have two other albums and they're going to go right, right to those yeah. as well, which will help. Yeah. Know? And during this time we've had, uh, yeah, we had time to, you know, re- rekindle our old uh, relationship here with our old bassist, original bassist, Renee. So since we haven't been playing shows, uh, we've been jamming. We've been kind of working on the new songs. Uh, you know, he wrote uh, part of uh, Time Crystals, you know. So uh, we've been busy making sure that hey, at least we can, you know, be show ready when it's time. Yeah. 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 It's worth mentioning. We're recording this on thursday God, the days and dates i swear to you ever yeah. since last march that it's so hard to pin down where on a timeline we are uh, we're recording this on thursday the fourth tomorrow is Bandcamp day for the month of march which I, I always like when it works out when i have a band on the night before Bandcamp day because it gives me an excuse to say if you want to experiment or experience this artist's music and support this artist tomorrow is a great day to do it because all artists get 100 percent of the revenue from sales yes. on Bandcamp. So you guys are uh, precognition is on Bandcamp. Uh, people can listen and they can support you by buying it on Bandcamp. They could do it anytime, but tomorrow you get 100% of the revenue. And that's true for Coyote Man and every other independent band you love that's on Bandcamp. It's a great way to, uh, if you have a little, a little extra money this month, tomorrow's a great day to spend it and get some kick-ass stuff for it. I love Bandcamp Day. <laughs> All right, so... Ian, we need to talk. Uh, you're a horror fan. Yes. I, and I, I'm, I'm wearing my nerdy tall man phantasm T-shirt. Yes. Uh, so I know you've been busy. You, you've got time crystals coming out. You've worked on that during the pandemic. And apologies to the other other members of Coyote Man, because we're going to go down a rabbit hole. Uh, just setting the table. Um, yeah. Have you had a time, had time, time to watch a bunch of horror movies? During, during this uh... I, I, pretty much almost every day I watch a horror movie, whether if it's on shutter or if it's me going to disc replay and just buying a new okay. Blu-ray or DVD in the horror section, uh, you'll find me there. Uh, All right, let's, yeah, let's talk about shutter because I, I have shutter. It's almost too overwhelming. I, I feel like there's so much not great stuff on there. It's sometimes hard yeah. for me to land on something I know I'm going to love. Yes. Well, the good thing about Shudder, I feel like every week they add at least a couple movies like 
it's not it's it's better than netflix obviously it's just but it's cool that you know they throw like the trashy 60s 70s you know uh really cheesy um you know like vampire flicks and half naked woman you know running around uh <laughs> not great not great horror movies but they have a lot of those but then they also they have a lot of classics too and a lot of good 80s stuff that i never heard of um until i saw in shutter and um but they've had a lot of good new stuff too as well and um yeah i mean there's been a lot of good ones um also amazon is really good for horror as well they have some i agree with you i completely yes. so what's what's a what's a hidden favorite that i'm i may have completely overlooked what's something i should i should be watching? Uh, i would say there's a good 80s flick called street trash it's a really dirty <laughs> east coast uh beautiful gore uh uh film um it's uh just basically about this guy who sells this really bad liquor um, that he found in the basement of his liquor store that he puts out to sell for a dollar. So all these bums on the street are coming in and like stealing this really bad bottle of booze. When they drink it, they pretty much melt and they like go and it's like seizure and it's very gory and graphic, but like beautiful colors. Like, you know, 80s was all neon. So yes. it's like green, blue, pink. And it's just like basically the whole movie is just like bums kind of fighting one another for liquor. I mean, it's bum fights. I, yeah, bum fights. Uh, it's just a really like dirty movie, but it's beautiful at the same time. Uh, and it's just it's very entertaining. That's that's definitely one street trash. I, I highly recommend. Have any newer movies captured your attention? Uh, yes. Uncle Peckerhead. I've not seen Uncle Peckerhead. Yes. Just came out. It's great. It's about this uh, local band that goes on tour and they uh, th this guy who has a van that they meet, he's like, Oh, I'll help you guys on the road and I'll be your roadie. And um, basically I don't want to give too much away, but uh, stuff, stuff happens uh, later on. Uh, he turns into this like creature and then it goes from there, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's great. And um, the soundtrack's good too. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's have really you, good. Uh, have you seen psycho Gorman yet? Psycho Gore. Is that, is that just, the German movie? No, just came out a month or two ago. It's on Prime. You have to rent it, but uh, it's like a trauma movie. It's, okay, I'll get trauma. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm talking to the director on Carcon Carne on Sunday morning. Highly recommended. Oh, super, super entertaining movie. It, it's the movie you okay. didn't realize you wanted to see. That's <laughs> that, that's one of the newer ones. I, I recommend. All right, I just popped open my shutter to see what I've been watching. I, I really do feel like I'm, I'm taking stabs in the dark when I jump on shutter. I, yes. I, newly added Amityville two. Don't need that. Don't need that. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of even the original. I was saying. Yeah. And they remade it. Yeah. They remade it with uh, Ryan Reynolds. And you remember the hook of Amityville based on a true story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure, it was. Uh, do you, do you, the other guys in the band? Do you, do you watch horror movies at all? Do you? Sure. Any any <laughs> really. Halloween movie I'll watch. I, I tell them all the time, time, but yeah, they'll you know. But it, but when it comes to horror movies and like soundtracks, like the way I look at this band is like, you know, you think of you think of some of your favorite movies, and you always remember the actual soundtracks of like the favorite yes. parts of the movie. So that kind of like goes along with the whole being in an instrumental band there's something special about that i just picked this up recently oh, this nice. is a this is a treasure wow this, the the omen soundtrack on vinyl but i, I, I just oh. got 
I got the fog on vinyl. John Carpenter's oh, the fog. Oh, yeah. My family too. yeah. I, I've said this before uh, on the podcast, but when I'm at home, when, I, when I'm working my day job, when I'm writing, sometimes I don't want vocals in the background as I'm working. And I found that a lot of these old horror soundtracks are fantastic to have on as yes. I'm working and, and trying to get stuff done. They're, they're like yeah. the perfect accompaniment to getting, getting my work, work handled. Yeah. Check out uh, John Carpenter just came out with a new album, him and his uh, son. I have the first Lost Themes. Love it. Yes. 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 I mean, yeah, I, I, love all, I love all that Carpenter stuff. I, I've been dangerously close to pulling the trigger on the Escape from New York, like the double vinyl reissue, but it's like 40 or 50 bucks and uh, I want it and I know I'll play it, but it, it's like you have that dollar threshold in your mind when you go record shopping and that's yes, just yes. just over it. <laughs> Just over it, yeah. but I know. Exactly. I mean, I I know the soundtrack. I know I love it. I know it is fantastic. I know it. It, it without that, there'd be no Daft Punk. I mean, there the it's or LCD sound system for that matter. Yeah, amazing stuff. All right, so moving forward, back to Coyote Man, uh, the single and video. What did you do for the video? Oh, yeah. What did we do for the video? Well, uh, <laughs> so Ian's wearing uh, our hoodie. That's uh, my cousin and me. We got our own. Um, production. Oh, badass! Yeah. So it uh, it's mainly his company, but he moved about five rooms down from our room in the studio. So he has this awesome studio set up. We Ian moved his drums over there. Me and Augie just took our bass and guitar, and it's it's good. yeah, we've we've been uh, we've yeah, been making some pretty cool stuff for this song, you know. So yeah, so um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be done with the video maybe within the next two weeks. Just in time for uh, the release, you know. We got some good uh, drone shots as well for the video. Yeah, we got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be pretty wild. See, I kept thinking, and it didn't really happen, but I kept thinking last year, over the past 12 months, that we would see a music video renaissance, like a, a whole new era, because bands couldn't tour. I, I, I kind of thought we'd see a lot more video making, but maybe mm -hmm. that's still coming. Maybe I, I was thinking about this the wrong way. Bands like you, we're working on the getting the music done over the past year. And maybe we'll start to see all those, all those shut-ins who put, who created music, turning that stuff yeah. into video moving forward. Yeah. 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 That's our plan too. That, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's our goal. Um, you know, anytime we put something out or just in general, just put out more videos, those jamming, whatnot going day by day, you know, uh, I feel like it's easier to share, you know, like yeah. instead of yeah. here's a song, like here's a video with our song. Yeah, oh, right. So. Dude, it's the same thing with a podcast. We're doing a video right now. It's so much easier to get people to watch a video conversation than an audio podcast episode. Exactly. Yep, right. Same mm -hmm. thing on my end. It's crazy. All right. I love your band. I think you know, going back to what we were just saying about soundtracks, like I could listen to Coyote Man all day while I'm working. It's just awesome nice. stuff. You Thank guys you. do great work. <laughs> um, and to, again, Bandcamp tomorrow. Um, check out Precognition. If you have the inclination, it's awesome. Support them, support independent music, support Chicago music. Uh, thank you, Coyote Man, which is actually three men. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Appreciate it.